Blake and Michael present Population 536. So if I'm being real with you, I honestly wish I lived closer to Area 51 because I would be there. Would you? Ye- to to ye- raid it? Oh, 100%. So there's a lot of conspiracies going on around it. This is my conspiracy, and I've been wanting to send this to somebody that I follow on Twitter because I'm I'm almost certain that he would put it out. Um, my thought is, we're not going to take the aliens. Okay, hear me out. The aliens started the Facebook event, and we're going to break out their families. I think that's like already one of the theories, isn't it? Fuck. Not that I've seen. Maybe, I've seen. maybe not that the aliens made the Facebook page. That's the first time I've heard that. But That's what I think is happening. Well, I've just been under the assumption everyone's just going to, uh, quote unquote, slap some alien cheeks. I mean, are you not looking to? Because... I mean, the green does not change the flavor. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think I said that to you the other day. Is like trying to eat alien ass. The green doesn't make it change flavor. <laughs> the green doesn't change the flavor at all. Well, welcome into population yeah. five thirty six, man. So stuff. Uh, last week, what did we talk about? We talked about some Uber stories. Um, mm-hmm. But shit, even since then, like you've had some stuff change in your life, right? Mm-hmm. I am now so, a female. Praise <laughs> God! Yeah. So we can have our relationship and it not be shunned upon yeah, by finally. all of the white older boomers. By the Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah, mostly him though. <laughs> mostly God Christ. But it um, is official though. You are moving, right? Uh yeah. Essentially I need to leave my leases up here at my current residence uh around I think it's like early September. But they need me to move quicker than that. But it's one of those where it's like, I'm going to start before I move. But, um, well, most likely I'm going to start, be be like officially starting before I move. Or, excuse me, starting my new position for my promotion or whatever. And then I'll be going to the old a-hole. Okay, so I'm going to say this once and once only. Missionary is the only position that the Lord approves. Well, yeah. That's why he sent so many out to spread his word. Jesus. <laughs> um, but speaking of conspiracies, not so much about slapping cheeks. Well, I guess in a very dark sense of the word. Um, did you see how there's also that thing that like basically child rapist island or whatever, like all the conspiracy theory that there's conspiracy theory that there's like billionaires and super high up like uh people of power essentially in the world that have been hiding this island, I think like in the Caribbean area type thing. Um, it might be one of the uh, like South American countries or whatever, but essentially it's an island where rich people go to just indulge in like child sex slavery. See, that doesn't surprise me as fucked up as that is because right. people get just taken. Essentially. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, well, and, and, human like, there are parts in the world where like, just, a thing. yeah, like child abduction is like so common that no one, like everyone's freaking out about it, but no one is like, oh, that's different, you know. So I saw something online yesterday that people will take a jar of honey and take the lid off and then flip it over on top of your vehicle, mm-hmm. and if they 
if they do it like towards the like i guess it more so at night because it's a lot to deal with and you're not paying attention to your surroundings and people will come and like abduct you oh yeah because it's a, like an inconvenient situation that's drawing most all of your attention to because it's like not that inconvenient down. But it's annoying right. enough for you to have to take care of it, like, then, I, I guess. Right, right. Also, well, apparently there's been eight murders in the state of Texas within the last eight days, so there's a chance that there's a serial killer out. Uh-oh. Also, if we're going to get this dark, we might as well just <laughs> shoot for the fucking fence. There, shoot for the fences, shoot for the moon. That was, that was, yeah. You know, I've never hit a fence when I've been shooting. Those chain link yeah. ones are pretty hard to ding. Praise God. Unless you, did you, okay. Did this ever happen to you as a kid? Did you ever buy one of those like $2 balls that they had at Walmart, the big Arab ones, and then pop it on a fence? Like throw it down sh- on the T-post not even, thing? Not even mean to. Like, I feel like every time my mom would buy me one of those, I would pop the motherfucker like within hours of me buying it on complete accident. You mean like those little, like super light airy balls? Yeah, that were like the size of a basketball, but they were in those big containers at Walmart. And you oh, could just yeah, pull yeah. them out. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I never bought one of those, actually. I used to buy them because it was cheap. Like, you know, and it was, praise God. Um, you know, we're looking for, for, for you, it's more so quantity over quality, yeah. but. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just try to pump up that body count because rookie numbers are just not doing it anymore. But yeah, back to that, back to what you brought up. I mean, human hunting is a thing. Yeah, for the rich, like, like a, a real fucking thing. Yeah, a real fucking thing. The, the problem is, like, people that have money can get away with things because they have the means. Oh yeah, which is well, and fucked it, up. Yeah, it, it's it's terribly fucked up, especially like the 1% of the 1% that have, you know, billions upon billions of dollars that live in, they like, they, they literally live in a different world where rules don't really apply to them, you know? Right. Like they, like there's, I can almost say with full confidence that there's multiple millionaires and billionaires that have killed people and like law, law enforcement knows they've killed people and just like, doesn't do anything about it because they they have such good lawyers. Oh Yeah. Or just think about it this way. If a billionaire assassinates someone or just does it in cold blood or whatever, do you really think anybody else that is trying to convict that guy is going to live to like actually tell that story to anybody else, you know? So El Chapo is going to prison. They announced it. it. He's apparently going to a jail that's impossible to break out of. And one of my buddies was like, oh, well, look what they said about Alcatraz. Cool. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, he's having to go into solitary confinement for two and a half years. Oh, wow. I don't know if it, I, I would assume it's the start. I don't know why they would do it anywhere else. Right. But just to like make sure the motherfucker at least spends two and a half years in jail. But he's, he's definitely going for life, right? I don't know. I actually didn't see what the charge was. I only saw that he's going to have to spend at least two and a half years in solitary away from people completely jeez which has got to be a mental fuck well yeah i was gonna say you know that long is just gotta be if you don't just go insane at some point i mean i'm curious as to like what they give him to do while he's in there i mean usually it's it's not really anything if it's you know actual solitary confinement or whatever yeah Um, but people rich people who go to jail 
It's not the same jail. Right, right. He's pro- he's going he's probably going to a jail that's like a jail in like Sweden. Have you like seen a, those like jails? Apartment. Yeah. It looks like a dorm room. Yeah, well, because they're like, oh, it's about rehabilitation, not like terrifying them. It's like, I mean, in America, when you have someone that's killed 15 children, maybe it is about terrifying them. See, that's know? different. I agree yeah. that like horrendous gore, mm-hmm. I mean, just terrible crimes like that. People should just be in the worst conditions. Like, what? Isn't there one jail like outside of Waco that they live in tents? Where they're outside all the time? I know it's it's somewhere in the state. Yeah, it's like they live in tents and all of the uniforms are pink. Yeah, it's like the worst possible conditions that they... That's... I I get that. But for money laundering or whatever, like those people don't go to the same prison. Oh, no. They 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 go go, to nice prisons and it's essentially... They get house arrest, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're house arrest somewhere else. But yeah. back to like the millionaires and billionaires or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, but Kylie Jenner posted on Instagram the other day that she has a jet just for her tour of her, like her makeup tour for the summer. <laughs> like that's, we're yeah, talking about, we're talking about straws. Yeah. Like, and uh, straws yeah. ruining the environment, but you know, millionaires oh, yeah. and billionaires, they do it at a totally different level than Literally Joe Schmo. a private jet for one makeup tour. <laughs> right. Like Joe Schmo, me, is getting a straw from Starbucks. Like, I get it. We got to start somewhere because God knows I don't know enough about global warming for sure that I just know the shit's fucked up. And right. something's got to change. I mean, for us, it's not really going to matter because shit's going to go really downhill when we're old. But Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, well aren't we all supposed to die by like 2050 or something anyway? Cause the environment's basically going to reject us or something. Yeah. But see, even then we're going to be in our mid to late fifties, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be way worse for the kids who are well, on. It's sad, but it's the American. Or, well, I, I say American. It's really more the human nature of like, well, that's, that's the kid's fault or not fault, but that's the kid's problem. You know, and like that, if I'm, if I'm and if I could work, I don't care. If I could say something, that's that's the baby boomers mentality, mm-hmm. and then they want to talk bad about millennials wanting handouts. Right. We would just want to fix shit. Yeah, we have because to they fucked it up. The, yeah, the economy. Smoke camels and roll coal in the eighties. No shit, and they're just like, well, sh- who gives a fuck? Like it's going to be a problem later on. Now we're like, hey, can we like? fix the economy where I can buy a house. It's like, oh, well, you should work harder. Okay, Grandpa, when it was... To point it out, Conroe, Texas is one of the biggest or one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. Mm -hmm. I know for sure it's one of, like, the fastest growing city in Texas, right? There's a guy that I know, he could have bought land, an entire acre of land in Conroe years and years ago for a dollar yeah <laughs> an acre yeah now we would be lucky to find in the middle of nowhere an acre for 11 grand right yeah i was gonna say i think i think on my parents land where they're at it's it's somewhere in the range of like it's some ridiculous amount like four to six grand an acre or something like that which is crazy there's a subdivision that's being built fairly close to me and you can look this up. It's Texas Grand Ranch. It's in the middle of absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. They're selling the acres or like two acres 
$50,000 an acre. Well, is it a housing development or is it just land? It's a ha- it's not a house it's kind of a housing development, but they're not building like you have to go and build your own home there. You have to buy it first. But it's just right. getting started. It's not someone bought an area and they're developing houses there and then you can just buy a house there. You know what I mean? Like they go and develop areas really quickly and then the houses are for sale. But these you go and you can build whatever house you want there. But just the acres themselves start at I start at, I believe, fifty grand an acre. No, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. But it's obviously ridiculous, but (laughs) because not 20 miles north, you can buy a a, shoot, not even that far, just up the road, you could buy an acre for next to nothing. The markup is incredible just because people have the means, I I guess, have the means. I don't know what that's like. Can you imagine paying $50,000 just for the land that you're going to build the house on? Those houses are crazy expensive. Stuff that I couldn't even imagine. Even with a degree, getting into something like that. Yeah, that's like being in construction. It's kind of crazy how it's like some of the you just have to be curious. Like it, it just you're always curious as to like how many how they're building so many new houses with the housing the housing market being so like it's not dead by any means right now. But I mean. It almost, I'm tangenting about seven times every time I'm having a sentence here, but like what's crazy is renting nowadays is about as expensive as just getting a mortgage. And like where I'm looking in Austin, you know, if I want one that's available now and is has what I want, it's like $1,400 a month, <laughs> which, you know, for Austin isn't really that bad. But take in mind, that's, you know, uh, like 40% more than what I pay now. And I have a garage and an indoor stairwell attached to my apartment now, you know? And then that, that's why I was even thinking when I was moving, I was like, man, maybe get, maybe like buy a house. But as a, as a mid twenties, it's kind of dumb to buy a house nowadays because for one in Austin, it's going to be about four times more expensive than it needs to be just because of the city that it's in. And it's like, there's no point in having a 30 year lockdown if you're not going to stay there more than a couple of years. Well, the thing that I've always heard about mortgages, if you can't afford a 15-year, don't buy a house. Right, yeah. I've always heard that, which... I mean, which nobody gets a 15-year, but I definitely have the logic behind it. Right. It's better to do a 15-year, but most people can't. Right, well, because it's, yeah, it's so steep of a payment. And even if you get a 30-year and you put more money down per month... Still, I mean, you're still locked into, and if, if anything changes, you're just shit out of luck. They foreclose on the house. Bank makes money again on the house. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know how all that works, but. I mean, if you can sell it, you can get out of that. But I, I, I know what you mean. Like with the whole, the housing market crash, that that's like a perfect example of that. Still where it's like, 11 yeah. years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what, which is crazy. I don't know. We've talked about this, but I don't know. If, have you ever seen the big short? No, you know, I've meant to watch it and I've had it on my Netflix queue for like three years. And every accounting and finance professor I've ever had has said to watch it. And I just have never, and it's not that I'm not interested in it. It's a really good cast, but I just have never, never opened it up. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. There are 
and I don't know, I imagine the stories are real to some extent, but people have multiple houses because the quote unquote adjustable rate mortgages mm-hmm. were so inexpensive that you could afford it. But when the bubble collapsed because shit, there was no money anywhere, that right. it, everything just completely fell apart and there were whole subdivisions where no one lived there because it was people's second or third homes. It just emptied out and they were all foreclosed on and there's no way to get into the house. I don't know. It's, it's incredible. And now we can't even pay for a house. Like, like you said, it would be nice to buy a small house just to get my credit. It'd be nice to have, it'd be nice to have some sort of long-term credit that I could build up under, but I just have like credit cards and like yeah, a car car payment. And yeah. <laughs> still it's, my credit is not great because I don't have a mortgage. It's like, how does I, I, I can't, I have to have a good enough credit to get a house, but I can't have good enough credit unless I have a, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. They're just going to, it's tell all backward. You, they're just going to tell you to spend more money on your credit card. <laughs> that's about all it, not all it goes down to, but that's it's how crazy. I see it as, you know, it's crazy, man. And I've also heard for, wow, I guess we're going into kind of a, a money thing. But I've heard that it's either it's it's best to have zero credit because nothing is taken out in your name. You pay cash for everything because you have the means or to have perfect credit because it means you've never missed a payment. Like nothing has ever gone wrong. You've always been on time. You've always been early. You've had accounts and it's just like the perfect scenario. But to fall anywhere between is it's not good enough, which is crazy to hear. Well, the cash thing, I think in theory is fine, but a lot of people, like if you don't have, there are credit cards that won't even let you apply to them or they'll let you apply, but you're not going to get them if you have no credit history. Cause like well, there that's, was one I was applying for and it was like, you don't have a long enough credit history for this. It's like, all right. Yeah. I've had that happen to me too, but I think it, it, they're, what they're saying is you have the means. You sh- if you can have zero credit, it means you have everything. You pay for everything cash. Which, like, if you could buy a house, a house cash, yeah, should I mean, go for it. Yeah, but not necessarily. I mean, like, if you have zero credit history, then they're going to question it more too, though, because like you have no proof that you will pay something back. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, I'm not saying that you should have zero credit history to get credit, but just like as a life goal in general. Is to oh, either have yeah. like zero. Oh, if you can pay cash for everything, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, to, uh, from your life as a young adult into retirement, mm-hmm. to have no credit or to have perfect credit is exactly where you want to be. To be anywhere in between throughout your life is not where you want to be. Right, and it's it's actually funny. It's it's surprisingly easy to have perfect credit. It like while only paying for everything in cash by just like taking out a $500 loan, like basically every month or two and then just paying it off immediately and then just recycling that. Cause it just shows yeah. that you're, it's like a, and it's not illegal. It's totally legal. Like you're taking oh, yeah. your money and paying it back and like, you know, paying it with no interest. So you're not losing any money either. It's just showing the establishment that you can, you can do that. Now I'm not saying, you know, charge 500 bucks to a credit card and then pay it literally 30 minutes later because then they're just going to see like, okay, well, that there wasn't like any, any kind of like inter, like inner, inner space there. Cause right. 
like that's what my dad was saying, like with his credit card or his credit score, it fluctuates so much because it's weird. Like credit establishments like that will, they gauge on how quickly you pay stuff off. And sometimes they don't like it if you pay it off super quickly, because it's almost like you didn't even need the credit card to begin with. Exactly. And I, and I, I know that that's probably not it by any means, but that's just like how I've come to understand it at least. I know. I, I think you're, that's what I've heard too from family. When I was, Graduating high school, it was get a credit card in your name, put a tank of gas or your grocery bill on it, Mm -hmm. and then paid off when it's due the next month. Because it shows that you're using it, but it shows you have credit history, and you you always want to be under 30% credit card use, which is like Mm -hmm. the perfect, the the in the green for credit history or credit in general is. And and I know people like you were saying that take out a loan and they put it into a bank account, but they have it auto draft to pay back. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that went to the military and did that. They took a loan out before they went into basic. Yeah. And by the time they came out they had good credit history because it's been some of those or more than three months worth of basic. So by the time they get out or if they go overseas, it just pays it on its own. And you don't even have to worry about it. By the time you come back to the States, you already have good credit history with whatever Equifax, uh, any of those, you have way better opportunity, which it's cool, but man, go buy you a charger and get married as soon as you get back to the States. And that's not a lie. That shit happens. It's crazy. Like the people that I know that have gone to the military, it's exactly what they do. Yeah. They just get married to whoever, even though the guy that was in your class, didn't he actually buy a charger too in Germany? (laughs) The two of them, not in Germany, but oh, <laughs> I know two people in my class that did that. Really? Yeah. I knew one waited. Time. One waited for a while after we graduated high school to get into the military. Mm-hmm. But for oh, sure, I yeah, I know the other one. You're yeah. Of. yeah, but no, like more power to them. Go, oh, yeah. go, do your thing. But so this might be shitty. <laughs> but if you're gonna go to another country, mm-hmm. why? No, literally nothing bad. I, I don't mean to talk ill about anyone that I know, but in general, if you knew somebody mm-hmm. and again, population 536, name of the podcast, the amount of people that lived in the town where you graduated high school from, why on earth would you go to another country and you're going to a base of some kind? It's right. not 500 people at the base. It's way more than that. You're not you're you're telling me that you didn't meet a single other person than someone else in our town. That oh, you mean like when they marry them? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't well, know, man. Some of them get married before they even get deployed. Like that's the exactly that's thing to it. Which is true. Yeah. Which is true. Now the one that I'm thinking of and the one that we're both thinking of did not waited until after they came back from one of their deployments. Mm-hmm. And then got married. And I'm just thinking, man, there's got to be someone else. Anyone. And and I could be wrong. I know nothing. I'm just right. Joe Schmo behind a microphone. But out of the logic, how many billions of people are there on the planet? And <laughs> we, don't, we don't all speak the same language. I get that. Yet. But there's, yeah, shit. Especially when we fucking take over Area 51. Uh, that's just my thought and I could be wrong, but I feel like I'm at least right on this. 
there's got to be someone else. There can't just be one person. You know well, what I mean? And it's, it's like you said too, is it's like, you really think that one that you were meant to be with is the one from this tiny population of people that you've known for your life, you know? Because that was a terrible sentence, but basically saying, you know, from this population of 536, or we'll just say 600, just to be generous, you're saying like that one person is the one person for you, and you're not even going to try anybody else outside of that within just, hell, even in Texas, you're looking at like, I don't even know how many millions, like what, like 30 million people or something? Something crazy like that. We've got three of like the top 20 biggest cities in the United States. Right. And I, so I have, and am still dating someone that we went to high school with. Mm -hmm. So I can't say, but the thing is I've moved multiple, I'm not even close to where we graduated high school from. And I've dated other people and all of that stuff, but to move somewhere and just come back and, and just say you're ready on that one person without trying anything else. Like there's, I don't know, man. I, it's not my life, I guess. Right. Is right. the I can't say anything, but it's just my thought. But I will say, the funny thing is that in both of those cases with these these guys from from our school, <laughs> they both joined, and then I don't know if whether one of them is married, but they both basically had kids within one year of being deployed. You know. Yeah, it's just the thing. Because no offense, but. Those mamas got to rake in that government income, you know. Got to do something. Got to live on base somehow. In the next 18 months, you know, it's... Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but this is just a realistic statistic of our... Well, government. and it's it's funny. You see jokes online, and it's... So, uh, I, I went to go and ask my, my nine brothers and sisters what my parents did before TV. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, because, they all didn't know the answer either. Yeah, yeah they didn't know. They didn't know either. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, I have two stepbrothers and a half-sister, but I I, I couldn't imagine having a, a lot of brothers. I know you have, I know we've talked about this before, you didn't really have any contact with, you know, your brothers, your half-brothers or stepbrothers yeah, or sisters, well, whatever, until later yeah. in life, but. Yeah, like, well, I lived with my stepsisters, like, all the way through the end of elementary, junior high, and high school, so. Oh, see, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, I know they they were they're only like two or three years older than I am. I don't know why I never even when we were in high school and stuff, I never grasped onto that, I guess. And then the conversation we had a couple podcasts ago, I don't I guess I just got the wrong context out of it when you said that that's when you that's when you kind of met. But I, I now that you say that, it makes more sense. Yeah, no, because they because my dad got remarried when I was like ten, I think like nine or 10. And then we moved out there. I finished third grade at, in the town I was going to school in beforehand. And then, um, then we moved out there and I've started at that school in fourth grade. And that's where I was until I graduated. So Blake, get this. Uh, I was at my mom's house a couple mm-hmm. weeks back mm-hmm. and we got on the conversation of how many times my dad's been married. And I think I've said this on the podcast before he's on his, Six, six. Did he get married again? No, he hasn't. He he got married in January of 2017, mm-hmm. and they've, as far as I know, because I don't have any contact with him. As far as I know, they're still on off again. I I don't know. 
are they married uh, still or i the last thing i've heard yes mm. that they are still married but <laughs> we've talked about this before the only reason i remember my dad's second marriage is because she locked me in a car <laughs> but so i was wait, wait your mom was the first marriage my mom was the first marriage so my mom and my dad they met working at the black eyed pea outside of rangers stadium in arlington nice that's where they met so they they dated lived together for a while finally got married and got pregnant my dad went into the marine corps was in the marine corps for however he long however long he needed to be active then went into the reserves for a long time then they got divorced i to be honest with you i actually have no idea why they got divorced um but i have I, an idea <laughs> i probably too do um <laughs> i found out what she looked like this this a couple of weeks ago, I knew wife? nothing. No, 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 no. The second wife, I knew oh, nothing right. about her. I didn't know her name. So she I, you in a car, though. Right, but I was four. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were that very, very, very young. My mom and my stepdad got married right before, like a little bit before I turned five. So it was in that it was between two and five that this happened and oh, okay. shit. I, I know most people don't remember much from then, but that was apparently bad enough for me to remember it. Nice. Even 20 years later. Uh, yeah. Because she yeah, couldn't have been something someone told you. No, you know, my mom didn't know. Neither did my stepdad. That. They had no idea. I brought it up to them. They, I guess I had never told them the story either. Hmm. And come to find out. So my mom is, like five foot eight, blonde haired, blue eyed. If I had to guess, between 100 and 110 pounds. She's just a rail. And come to find out, when, <laughs> when my dad and my mom split, he went for the exact opposite <laughs> short, brown hair, tattoos, smoked. Good. Just, I mean, the, the polar opposite. Right. And I had never known that. I, I don't. I don't even know. My mom said her name the other day. I don't even. Actually, I don't even remember it. I'm terrible with names for one. But uh, it's crazy what people do. They just go back and like he, I guess, was upset about the whole divorce. I don't know. Actually, again, like I don't know anything about it. There was. I don't. I didn't have a lot of contact with him when I was little, mm-hmm. and. He did a drill when he was in reserves, fell a lot on the weekends that he was supposed to have me. So most of the time I was just with my mom and my oh, stepdad okay. and my grandma before she passed. But probably he started to get me more after she passed. Because uh, I remember being actually I was with him the weekend. I had to go home early to mm-hmm. find out anyway that she had passed. But that was about second grade, so I think that's when he kind of got more back into my life. And then my mom sent me out there when I was in, going into eighth grade. And then the whole, he just dropped me off at my mom's house one day because he didn't like how I reacted to something. And I didn't hear from him for two years. 
and I moved back. (laughs) Yeah, man, that was a whole thing. So he overheard a conversation that my mom had with me over the phone. We were so crazy story to kind of lead up to that in eighth grade in the town that we graduated high school from, we lived me and my dad and my dad's fourth wife and my half sister. We actually lived in a house that was underground. I don't know if you ever knew about this. So we remember this going yeah. up, going up 1191 North. This is uh, if anybody ever looks this up, you're going to find the town. It's not that hard. Uh, going up 1191 North. If you go all the way up the hill and once it flattens out, there was a dirt road out to the right. It's where the windmills are now. If you drove down a mile off of 1191, there was an underground house. So the only part of the house that was not underground was the front. So it was windows in the front and a door. Everything else, the it was a two-bedroom, two-bath. I mean, it was really cool. The bedroom that I was staying in had literally had zero windows. I was completely underground. <laughs> so I had no, I'd wake up and it would be like one o'clock in the afternoon. I had no idea. It, it was, was before phones and things like it was before I had a phone. Yeah, all of that stuff. But the vent from my bedroom led right out into the living room. And he had his desk right there. Mm-hmm. And my mom called me one day just saying that she wanted me to come back and live with them. Which, if you're a child of divorce, it's a constant like, I don't know how it was for you, but... It was a constant like, oh, your mom's terrible. Oh, your dad's terrible. You should come live with me. You should come live with me. It was like a constant pull that I don't probably led to why I'm so fucked up today, but God only knows. <laughs> well, he overheard her saying that she wanted me to come live back. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. I mean, it, uh, it would probably be nice. I actually don't remember in detail even what it was. But when I was, I hung up the phone, he came barging in and was like, hey, I'm getting in the shower get all your shit packed. You're going back to your mom's house. You have until I'm out of the shower to have everything in the truck. And I was like, Oh, well fuck. I don't. Okay. Whatever. So loaded everything up. Even the, the stuff that he had bought me, mm-hmm. I was not only allowed to keep. Like <laughs> if he had bought something specifically for me, I had to leave it there. So wow. that was fun. And it was an hour and a half drive from there to my mom's house. And it was just like a scream fest of, Oh, you're, you're, you're stabbing your father in the back. How could you? This is number four. Yeah, you're a terrible person. I'm like, what was I in eighth grade? The wife was uh, saying this. Yeah, the wife was. So I was like, what, 13 right. at the time? Like, I don't, okay, I don't know what the fuck. And yeah, he dropped me off. He gave me the opportunity to call one time off of his phone to my stepdad. Mm-hmm. That my stepdad and my step and my mom, they live in the, I mean, it's, it's, out of town, but it's really not that far out, but it's right. fenced there. It's just wire fence, but the gate was locked because they didn't know what was coming. Shit. Right. And yeah, he was like, you have one, you can call him one time. So I called him. I was like, Hey, I'm at the gate. Can you come let me in? And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm here. Uh, can you come open the gate? And then I hung up the phone and my dad stuck his hand out and said, uh, keep in touch. He got back in his car and I didn't hear from him for two years. <laughs> what a man. What a man. Yeah. So I don't even know what got us on this car. Oh, the, yeah. The second wife. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. He's had a lot of wives and it's, 
it's crazy. I, I, I wanted to bring that up to you because I, I did finally figure out at least a little bit about that second that wife. Pretty interesting, yeah. So he's on what six now? He's on his sixth marriage, yeah. And uh, what's he's only what like fifty? Um, he will be fifty-five in November. Jeez. Well, and it's funny you say that he went for on wife number two with the exact opposite of your mom because <laughs> there have been a couple times when I've looked at like my ex-girlfriends and it's like, man, I definitely have a type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like you don't even mean to, but you always gravitate gravitate towards like that preferred type every single time. And it's like, wow, I wasn't even trying to go for this one this time. And I'm still more attracted to that one than than this other option. You know what I mean? It's It's very strange. I do, I do to an extent, but you've, you've known all of my girlfriends and they've pretty much been, what's crazy. They've pretty much been polar opposites of each other every time. Yeah. None of yours have ever been the same type. No, they've, I didn't even think about it. It's not even been close. Oh yeah. They've been so drastically different that it's like, isn't one a lesbian now? (laughs) Probably. Yeah, that was kind of, yeah, that was kind of last podcast, but yeah, man, that's, it's crazy. Cause I didn't even think you just brought that up. Yeah. Like first one to second one, complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Third one is the one I'm dating now broke up. Went back to the second one. Third one was tall. Fourth one. Fourth one. Shit. Fourth one was tall and blonde. The next one was shorter brown hair. Next one was short Hispanic. Next one was the one from high school. The one after that was very tall and blonde. And then back to... Man, but was that one even really uh, like dating though? No, no, not really. But it was like a couple of months at least. It was definitely talking, I would say. Yeah, I would say so too. I wouldn't really I say dating. There's no such thing as dating in today's modern age, anyway. True. You know? True. Fucking boomers. Yeah, we we just swap nudes and then you know share some antidepressants. Depressants. Depressants. I, I thought it was funny. It was like. <laughs> It was like dating online now was meeting up with someone, having sex, exchanging Snapchats, exchanging phone numbers, then uh, ghosting each other. Ghost, yeah, ghosting each other or uh, sharing past trauma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the millennials connecting connection method nowadays is just share share trauma, and then I mean almost no one is is like depressed but everyone wants to say they're depressed because if you're not depressed then you're depressed and it's just like okay <laughs> so so my mom brought something up to me the other day the other day when we were talking about it so mm-hmm. my dad has always been very he's always worried about what other people thought of him oh okay like to an extent where it was uncomfortable oh okay like in passing if someone every day was like, Hey, how you doing? And then they, the one day they didn't say it like, Oh my God, what's wrong? What did I do? And right. it's so upsetting that I get that from him because I'm so bad about that. 
I'm so bad about yeah. it because I had a good friend of mine. She was leaving for the day yesterday mm-hmm. and we worked together and she didn't say anything walking out the door and she just got in her car and left. And I was like, well, fuck, what did I do wrong? And then she texted me immediately. was like saying some dumb shit. And I was like, okay, everything's cool. But I told my mom, I was like, yeah, apparently the apple didn't fall very far from the fucking tree. And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I've, that's me. Like, I always worry about that. I just have never noticed. It's like, woman, I lived with you for how long? And yeah. you didn't notice that I was fucking ADD and yeah. anxious all the damn time? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What happens whenever you remarry, all right? Damn it. But like children. So my stepdad is by far my actual dad, way more than my dad is. Right. You know, and I don't have any contact with my dad's second, third, fourth, or sixth wives, but his fifth wife, which those are my stepbrothers that I talk right. about. I am going to spend the weekend with her. They've been separated since 2015. Like, that's my family. Yeah. Like, I've got my mom and my stepdad, and then I've got my stepmom and my brothers. Like, that's the family that I have. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they were the ones you were with, like, in your final years of, I guess you could say, your childhood, basically. You know, Right. We went through all the trauma of all the shit that my dad did to us right. As, right. as, like, a group. So, I don't even know. Like, we're just, like, we're just family. Like, that's my brother. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right. Which is so weird to think about. And it's funny, because, like, when y'all are all together, you wouldn't know that y'all are step step family or anything like that, you know? Me and my little brother look very identical. I was going to say, yeah. We could easily be, because our middle brother doesn't look anything like either of us. Right. But we look very, very close. So everybody's always thought that we were family. Everybody's always thought that we were, that my, I was a part of their family and my dad and my half sister were the step. Right. Right, exactly. Even though they grew up in the, it's weird. They grew up in that town, and yeah. still there's there were questions all the time. Oh yeah, that's that's your brother, right? I'm yeah, like, like people who knew them and knew that you were the stepbrother still questioned it sometimes. Yeah, it which is wild. But we kind of got off on a tangent from Area Fifty One. I know. Yeah, we. Fuck. I don't think we even accomplished any of the topics we were supposed to touch on today. No, we talked about Area Fifty One <laughs> when we got in before we said welcome. And that was about yeah. it. Nice. Well, anything that you, you can think of in the last few minutes that we have? Um, well, I know I talked about Uber Eats last podcast. The only reason I have that on my mind is because I listened to it on the way home today. What did you think about it? I liked I liked it. Oh, I, I like it. It was it was really good. It was actually um I forgot some of the jokes we made and everything. It was pretty fucking funny. Um, but then I was also thinking about how I was like, yeah, I've had to limit myself to once a week. Well, ask Michael and I have bought dinner the last four nights in a row. Cause I bought it tonight too, because well, for one, I haven't had a lunch break at work for the last three days. So because you're making I'm that just, real cash money, homie. Right. Right. And spending it all on cocaine. Cocaine. Just kidding. Yet. But, um, Yeah basically blew that whole theory out of the water, but that means I just can't get Uber Eats for the next month, which isn't going to happen, but I'm just going to tell myself that. 
and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's like I'm a liar. And we're not going to drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, my last uh, jewel pod finally emptied. So, hello darkness, my old yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, I'm not like addicted to it. It's just that, like, once you I'm have it for so long, I flex the box. It's just like once you have it, and it's like it's just something to do while you're not doing anything. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like in like in between games, you know, I'm sitting there just railing this flash drive. (laughs) Well, guys, knowledge uh, straight inside. Thank you so much for stopping in for Population Five Thirty Six. Y'all have a great night.